The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is Angel Talk with me, your host, Rachel Corpus. Let's journey together as we talk to your angels, guides, and loved ones who have crossed over. Are you ready to hear what Spirit has to say? Welcome to Angel Talk. Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Angel Talk. I am Rachel Corpus, angel communicator and psychic medium, and you have happened upon part two of questions from listeners. Today, I'd like to thank again Susie for submitting questions as well as Joe, another Rachel, not me, Lucy, Lucinda, and Michelle. Thank you, all of you, for submitting questions. I don't love talking about myself, um, and also I love teaching about this field, so thank you for these questions. At the end of this podcast, I'm going to pull a card from the angels, where did I put it? There we go, to guide you on your week ahead and share some love from your beautiful angels, our beautiful angels. So let's dig in, shall we? All right, first question. Rachel, what are your specific gifts? Okay, I'm going to run down a list as they come to me. I'm sure there are more elegant names for these gifts. I'm going to kind of describe them to you. So first one, I'm able to see spirit both in my mind's eye and in the room. So sometimes it just depends on how the spirit chooses to appear to me. And sometimes it depends on my availability. So if I'm in a meeting or something, I would rather see spirit in the room than in my mind's eye because I'm focusing on what maybe the human person is saying to me. And I don't want a bunch of spirit in my mind at that time. Or um, maybe the spirit is newly crossed and they don't know how to show up yet. So they're going to show up in the best way that they can. I'm also able to hear spirit both with my spirit body, with my um, mind's eye, with my heart. And also I can hear spirit speaking in my ear. I can um, talk to spirit, of course, both, as you can probably guess, with my mind's eye in my heart and also um, in the room. It kind of depends on the appropriateness of the situation. 
So sometimes it's the middle of the night and I don't really want to speak out loud to spirit or it's the middle of a church service or something. <laughs> and there's someone right next to me and I don't want to speak out loud. So I will sometimes utilize my angels and say, could you speak to that person and say, I, I'll get back to them later. Or maybe it's someone that has broken a boundary that I have in place and I'll say, oop, angels, we got someone leaking through. Could you please tell them what the rules are? Thank you. I also work in other dimensions. Isn't that interesting? One of my favorite things to do in a meditative state, I will sit comfortably and let my body move in my chi as if I am really following an ocean wave. I've been doing this my whole life, and it wasn't until I began acupuncture with my dearest friend, Linda, and I learned that when my body moves this way, I'm following my chi. So when I sit in this space, I get into this really lovely meditative space, and behind my eyelids, I have always been able to go into other dimensions. And for me, that looks like I'm following a tunnel of geometric shapes, of prisms, and it starts to go really, really, really fast. And then it slows down almost to a complete stop. And then it does stop. And I find myself in a different place. Sometimes they are familiar. I've been there other times before. Sometimes it's brand new. I know if I'm in a place where it's going to be a little bit of a difficult conversation because I will be met by Archangel Michael and Archangel Metatron. Other times it's just me and my team. And sometimes we just walk around and explore. There's something I need to discover just by walking around and learning. Sometimes I'll be met by beings that look like me. Most of the time they don't. I've found in this last year, my main theme of learning is to help me learn the idea that just because what I'm seeing is different than me, it is not scary or wrong. And I really have loved learning that message and also learning how to articulate that in my wake time just by living by example or finding ways that the angels allow me to share that in my everyday life. Different is not wrong. Different is beautiful. Love that. I also get to cross over human and non-human earthbound spirit. So with humans, those are people that, for whatever reason, didn't cross over to their next place after they took their last breath. And also, we have um, non-human beings in this dimension. We're, we're very layered with other dimensions, and sometimes they get stuck. So I'll utilize my angels, Archangel Metatron, Archangel Uriel. I think there's a previous podcast I'm pretty sure about crossing humans and other beings over if you're interested in that kind of work. Let's see what else. Oh, yes, I clear attachments and entities off of people. That's a pretty common thing. And I don't want you to hear that and be scared at all. But we do get attachments on us. I think of them like carrying a hump or a backpack. If you go to a hospital or someplace that's got a lot of dense energy a lot of where spirit has passed nursing homes um, where there's a lot of earthbound spirit um, a lot of haunted places you're going to have attachments stuck to you and just think of it like oh i got a wart <laughs> it's gross i have a wart or i have um 
I have a hump or something. Think of it at that level, probably easier to get rid of than if you had a bunch of growths or something on your back that are physical, to be honest. So I'm able to get those off of people. Also able to extract those hauntings from buildings or houses. I don't have as much, my gift isn't really to remove things from the soil. I try to, but that's really not one of my primary gifts. You need a shaman probably or, or a Native American healer to do something like that. So I can recognize when a haunting or activity seeps into the soil and I can kind of pull it out a little bit and negotiate with that spirit, but I can't always clear it. That, that's above my pay grade, I like to say. I suppose the last thing that comes to my head and when I list my gifting is I can move energy. So if someone has something blocked in their liver and it's presenting as some a physical pain, I can move that energy out of them, utilizing the assistance of Archangel Raphael. I can kind of pull that energy into a ball and kind of pull that out like a ribbon or move that or disperse it into the rest of their body. It might be akin to Reiki. Um, it's probably a lot more basic than that. I know a lot of you listening are trained in Reiki and you're far more advanced than I am, of course. Um, this is a lot more simple than that. And I can do it remotely, um, just like you can, those of you who practice Reiki and other energy transmissions and movements. And so I can do that on myself too. So um, whenever I'm sick, I can lay on my back and move that energy out of, out of my body and um, love to do a lot of self-healing work. And it's not always immediate with myself because I'm stubborn and I get in the way and you know, get sidetracked and lose train of thought. <laughs> All the things that we do, right? But that's a beautiful thing that I'm very grateful for. A couple of things that popped in my head that I'm not very good at. I'm not very good at finding things. I can do it if I really, really focus. It's just not one of my primary gifts. I'm not good at finding lost animals. I can do it, but it's not a primary gift. I also can talk to animals. I, I can talk to animals if they come through organically. I can't always connect to them, um, go out. I can't always seek them out. Now, if you come to me and you say, I want to talk to my grandpa, done. I never have an issue connecting with a loved one who's crossed over or not crossed over. Even if they're walking this earth, they haven't crossed over. I've never, ever, ever, ever had a situation where I haven't been able to talk to someone ever. It's never happened to me, but I haven't been able to always reach an animal. And that's just maybe there. I don't know what it is. I don't know you animal communicators. Maybe you can tell me what that is and teach me a little bit, but those, I would say I can do it, but it's, I'm not very good at it. <laughs> Full disclosure, not very good at it. Okay. Next question. What kind of boundaries do you set? I set the type of boundaries that let me still be a mama and a wife and a person. I really love being a psychic and a spiritual teacher, but I also love being a person. And I, I don't like feeling like I'm walking around in a movie all the time, unless that's kind of the day that I want. So my team is really good at when I wake up in the morning there's a moment where I get to decide what kind of day is this going to be. And typically what I decide is when I'm helping people, I am 
all in. Yes, let's live that glorious, psychic, energetic life. And when I'm done, I am done. Then I have, um, then I, I always offer to the universe, every person that I love, when I come in contact with them. So I'm talking about, you know, my bestest friend, my kids, my husband, whoever I encounter that day, I want to have a moment where I can be both my role with them and psychic as needed. Then I'm out. Then it's just me. Um, my kitties, I want to have a moment where I can check in with them psychically and know how they're doing if they'll allow it. <laughs> and then that's it. That's so I don't walk around the grocery store and, and I don't want to see the dead people walking around with them. It's too distracting. I just want to pick up my groceries and go home. So I'm not that psychic that goes up to people and says, Hey, do you know so-and-so? Do you have so-and-so who died because they're walking with you? It's just not my jam. I don't like it. Okay. Do you ever get scared? Well, sure. I haven't I have moments where I'll see something and my immediate response is, oh my gosh, what is that? Oh my goodness, what do I do? I'm about to pee my pants. Okay. Rachel, run, run, run. And then I just reset and say, okay. Then my next response is to them, take that costume off. You're probably hurting. You can't scare me. I'm not going anywhere. And then I get real tough, not mouthy. That doesn't work. That eggs them on. I don't make promises I can't deliver on. As soon as I remember why I'm there, which is a place of healer, place of helper, friendship, then I'm not scared anymore. And I remember I'm not there alone. So yeah, I get scared, but it's just, it's just for a moment. I don't ever get scared anymore. If I see something like in my room in the middle of the night, because I have that boundary set where I really don't want to see scary stuff at night. So if there is something that's a little alarming in the middle of the night, I know my angels have let it in on purpose. It's for me to learn. It's for me to address because that person is needing help in that moment. So I'll go with it. But yeah, immediately, sometimes I still get spooked because I'm a person. Um, I don't like to go see really scary movies where people hurt people. That stuff scares me. Or somebody hurts a dog. I can't. I cannot. I can watch movies that are about exorcisms and things because I'm like, yeah, there's truth there. Been there, done that. That stuff doesn't scare me either, but I don't really get interested in it because it's like, I'm watching what I do. It's boring. I don't want to do that. Okay. Next question. Why? I love this question. Why do you mix angel work and paranormal work? Oh my gosh. Love this question. Thank you so much. I mix both because that's what our dimension asks of me. Angel work is where we're ascending to. We are ascending to holy ground. We're we are ascending to knowing who we are as divine beings. Paranormal work is where we are moving from, I would say. So paranormal work is all about probably the layers we live in that are about the, I'm going to say darker stuff. Okay. The angel work is the lighter stuff. That's where we're going. And we have to know about both. If we don't know about both, we can't move on. We can't move upward. So that's why I recognize both. And often 
talking to people about the paranormal hooks them into this spiritual stuff, meeting people where they are. So that's why I do both. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Why did you become a minister, Rachel? Okay, my angels have the sweetest answer for this. They call me the, the affirmation minister. <laughs> Let me explain. As the affirmation minister, I am a non-denominational minister. They say, Rachel, you affirm people. That's your, that's your calling. You don't tell people what to believe. You don't. The only time they've heard me or guided me to speak up about someone's belief system is when it hurts someone else. Other than that, my response is, yeah, you go. That's beautiful. Thank you for being brave enough to share that with me. I am an affirming minister. And I'm a minister because I'm here to heal those who have been hurt by religion. I'm not a religious minister. I'm a spiritual minister. And I'm here to, to help gather those who are growing in their personal ministry, their personal lives, and help them know their creator in a new and refreshed way. So it's not all God talk. It's not all Jesus. It is who is your Jesus? Is that Buddha? Is that another ascended master? Is it Jesus for you? It's gathering people together and saying, how can I help you move to your next stage? How can I help you meet your creator? So that's, I, angels say, you're the affirmation minister. Isn't that funny? I love that. I love them. Okay, pivoting a little bit. Next question is, can anyone be a psychic? Yeah, honey, you're a psychic. Congratulations. Didn't you know that? Anyone can develop this gift, anyone. Now, everybody's gifts are, you know, varying to different degrees. Some people can, can paint um, by number. Some people can create masterpieces, right? You get what I'm saying. But also, if I could paint by number, I could learn to paint a masterpiece. So it's how much work you put into it and also how much you believe in yourself. When I was first, you know, when I was a child and I was a psychic, I did this really well because I b believed it so strongly at that time when I really wasn't telling anybody yet and no one knew to tell me it was wrong or, or I was making it up. I was the strongest psychic I could be. And then in those years where kids started to know and they'd make fun of me, well, then my gifts started to wane because I was embarrassed or I felt wrong. Let's Fast forward when I decided, okay, well, this is coming back now. So I'm going to decide to do this and really help people and charge money and help my family too. I was nervous. So my gifts were budding and uh, I'm better now because now I know I can't be wrong, right? Because I'm getting messages from spirit and they're not wrong. So I'm better because my self-esteem is better. I, my faith is stronger. So that's a big part of it, too. So those of you who are are building your spirituality, your your psychic system, faith is very key. Surrender and release that doubt that you have 
back to your creator, back to your angel team, back to the loved ones that you believe are guiding you because that might get in the way of you um, growing your psychic ability. And I really like that first question that someone had for me. What are your special, spiritual, specific gifts? Maybe that would be good for you. What are your gifts that you can recognize right now? Sometimes we think of our psychicness as being huge and abstract. But when I just said, okay, I'm going to answer that question like I'm just throwing out ideas for you. There are a lot, there was a lot there. Some of the things that came to my mind, I, I hadn't even thought of as an actual gift. Right. And then I also at the end of that list gave myself permission to say, oh, I'm not very good at these two things. And that was very freeing. Maybe that would help you too. Okay, next question. Have your choices in music and books been influenced by your gifts? Yes, for the most part, I keep it very light. I like to watch things with a happy ending because I, I do work in a field where a lot of people are um, healing trauma. They're getting closure about deaths. They are reaching out to people who hurt them be and passed before there was time to say sorry or died traumatically and they wonder how long were they laying by the side of the road it's a lot of sadness um and so in my personal time my music is uplifting i love to listen to music that has high vibrational frequency like vivaldi's four seasons love to listen to that as i put my makeup on um I don't like to watch videos where people fall down and laugh at each other. I like to watch videos about, um, oh, we're going to think I'm so silly, but you know how like a, a big dog adopts a little kitten or something like that. I like to watch those videos because they just prove to me how good this, this place is to live. Um, as far as books are concerned, here's something you might not know about me. I am extremely dyslexic. It's really hard for me to read. So I listen to books on tape and I like to listen to books about my, my um, field, but they are, they are personal stories. So there's a book that I love called, um, oh, oopsie, it just fell out of my mind. <laughs> That's how my brain works. Um, Hello from Heaven, I believe it's called Hello from Heaven. Look that up on the interwebs. Hello from Heaven. And um, I believe it's anecdotal. A lot of people speak about their 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 encounters with loved ones on the after, from the afterlife. I like books like that. I, I like to hear from people who are skeptical and tell them it's impossible to be skeptical. I like that. I like stories about people who are neurologists and had uh, near-death experiences and, and went into heaven and came back to talk about it. I like things like that. Um, but yes, uh, definitely been influenced by, by my gifts for sure. All right, next question. What are some of my own daily practices? I love to pull cards for myself. I use oracle cards versus tarot cards because I don't like a lot of rules. So I pull oracle cards because they feel more conversational. So I like to pull a card from a deck that I don't overthink it. I just pull a deck that feels right. And I'll say, angels, what do you want me to know for today? Which is what I'm about to do for you. And then I love to hold my hands out. I put my palms up and I just feel love coming into my body. I love to 
very safely, uh, lay on my back and let my spirit leave my body um, as I fall asleep. And it just gives my body a little bit of a rest. And my, my physical body does levitate about a half an inch or so. Um, not all at the same time, but my head may rise and my feet may rise or my arms may rise. Funny thing, when I do this, um, I don't always do it on purpose. Sometimes it's in the middle of the night and my husband will wake up in the morning and he says, I spoke to your angels last night. They woke me up and they wanted to tell me some things about you. So what did they say? And he'll just tell me the sweetest things and he'll have full on conversations through me. He says, my voice changes. Um, it gets really light and kind of sing songy and not my voice at all. And it just happened a couple nights ago. And he says, he just loves it. He says, he just loves them. And so he's got a nice rapport with them as well. So I also love to, I take a shower every night. I'm a, in the morning. I do my real shower where I do all the shaving of the legs and things like that. At night, I take uh, a shower with lovely soap before I put my nightgown on because it, it, you know, all of us empaths, we have dense energy that sticks to us like molasses. And I, I do wash that off so I can get a good night's sleep and I feel cozy in my sheets and things. So those are my uh, daily practices. I guess the only other thing that comes to my mind is I don't eat much meat. Um, they keep my, my diet as uh, fresh and clean as possible, mostly plant-based. That's probably enough about me, right? Let's go to you. I have a card pulled to guide you on your week ahead. And I have pulled the balance card from your, your dear angels and channeling here, let me just get into that space, letting my body go soft, calling them in all. Hello, all. Mm, I love you. Your angels request that you stay in balance this week as far as how much you give of others, give to others rather, and how much you retain for yourself. There will be something about this week that is very, uh, trying. Um, people are going to ask for more of your time, more of your intuition, more of you. And it's okay to restore that balance and say, I appreciate you asking. I must say no. It's okay to say, I need to move that to my to-do list next week. I cannot do that this week. It's okay to say, could you ask someone else this time? They'd like you to stay in balance. This sounds like a boundary, doesn't it? You are empowered and protect, protected to keep this balance restored and renewed. And they'll help you with the words. I see Archangel Gabriel coming in. Call me in. I'll help you with the words. I'll help you. I'm excited to help you. You've got this, don't you? You've got this. I hope those words help you this coming week. Remember, I've got some classes coming up. One starts uh, next week. Angel Communication Level 1. I'm going to help you. It's on Zoom. Anybody can join. I'm going to help you learn to talk to your very own angels, your loved ones on the other side. We're going to learn how to utilize angel oracle cards and other good stuff. Such a great class. You're going to learn to do a lot of great things and meet other budding angel communicators. Such a fun class. So go to my website, rachelcorpus.com for more information and how to enroll. Of course, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. You can download the Mind, Body, Spirit app and listen to all the shows on this network. And hey, if you haven't heard it recently, you are loved and I love you. 
We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Angel Talk with me, Rachel Corpus, angel communicator and psychic medium. If you'd like to connect, visit my website, rachelcorpus.com. I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.